0: Let's just go straight into it. You can go either do it with putting real furniture into the space mm. or you can do it in the computer and you can do a virtual A digital space. A digital space. Going one. Going one. Alright guys, welcome back to The Property Pod, your weekly engagement here into real estate in the Hobart Marketplace. I'm your host, Aaron Horn, and I'm joined as always by our two real estate agents, Patrick Berry and John McGregor. Good morning, boys. Good morning, Aaron. Now, I noticed in your intro you
1: said weekly, but we haven't actually done weekly the last couple of weeks. You're killing me. So
0: actually, I've had a few people reach out and be like, what's up with the pod? Where's the pod been? What's happening? Um, Creative differences. Oh, well, <laughs> the crazy thing is we, we had such a... A successful episode leading into it. So we've had a two-week hiatus, kind of like we've gone on tour as, uh, yeah. and as a yeah. band. It's been like, pff, we've, we've had a hit. It's
2: time to take a break. It's time to
0: take a break. <laughs> no, so we had a cracking episode with um, Tom coming in, talking from Ingenuity Power Solutions. Yeah. We did actually record another episode. <laughs> well, we record, recorded the video for another episode. However, the audio did not get recorded which is all on me i apologize
1: and then to compound issues when we went to re-record our entire studio decided to stop working yeah so i'm on a ghetto rig so
0: it's funny i've listened to so many podcasts where they talk about these kind of technical issues that plague them and i'm just like we've we've been pretty good in our 82 episodes so far never an
1: issue until last well
0: we've had issues but we've never really gone this deep into a full system crash but it's really nice that people have been reaching out and saying like, hey, where's the pod? What are you doing? Yeah. yeah like, absolutely. is that it? Is, are you done? Did you just finish on a high? <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't.
2: It's rare that we've actually, when we've had a break, we are called we're having a break. It just, a break happens and then we come back and say, we're back. <laughs>
0: yeah. So we are back. We're yeah. sorry that we were away. It's great to be back. We've mm. got some mm. great stuff to talk about today. But um, yes, shout out to all those people that have missed the property pod. It's nice to be missed and yeah. we are back ready to go with our ghetto rig. boom! So what's been happening? Well, the... I suppose...
1: (laughs) Not a lot, apparently.
2: (laughs) Deering headlights, John? Well, I mean, one of the... At the moment, there's a lot of talk in the market where there's still a lot of you know, lack of available stock being available to buy. Yep. So it's sort of a moment now where you, there is the potential to be what you could say a little bit easy, sort of take advantage of the fact that there's so much demand that you don't make the extra effort in getting your situation house prepared um, to its best to make the, you know, to get the best outcome for yourself. Yeah, for sure. So I think when what Nino did for us was he... Found a what was it? The a survey done by the National Association of Realtors. Now, just give perspective on that. That's like our Real Estate Institute of Australia, but more so on the grand it's like scale, a global of, level. No, on on the on this on the U.S. level.
0: Oh, okay, so yeah. with like is
2: basically global, global. Well. Oh yeah, The amount the, of agents over there. <laughs> well, you've you've been haven't you, mate. Like, yep. um, and how many? There's like a hundred thousand agents attend to those conferences or something crazy. Yeah,
1: some of the big ones are up around those sort of numbers. Yeah, um, the one I went to was a lot smaller than that. I think it was about ten thousand people, but yep, still. Yep compare that to 2000 at a conference here it was you still felt like a little fish yeah. in a big pond yeah, yeah and that was ticket sales on top of that then there's just people that go and just hang out yeah exactly don't actually attend the conference they just network outside the conference
2: well and that's what what's so good about that though is the volume of numbers with this particular survey where they um spoke reached out to uh, buyers about the idea of presentation and the fact that it just pro- it just proved that the buyers will engage better with better photos, better presentation, styled properties, et cetera. So I think it was a good one that, you know, Nino prepared the notes for, was for us just to have another conversation again around make that why making the effort makes a difference regardless of whatever market you're in.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Like I think the key stat that he's pulled out straight away is that 89% of buyers just go straight to the photos. Yeah. So yeah. 89% of people are just going looking through your window shopping through the photos rather than actually um, kind of reading all this well, text that goes into it. Nothing's
1: mm. really changed there. Like, now people scroll through photos on the internet. Um, you know, back when my old man and your old man were doing it, John, people would walk past all the real estate offices and look at the photo in the window. Yeah, well, so the same thing applies. The photo is what draws you in, like, and then from there you explore more.
0: Well, it's, it's like eating at a restaurant, don't they say, that you, you eat with your eyes first, you kind of, if it looks good, you'll then... Dive deep into it. Yeah, like idea. you're
2: sitting there, you see a couple having another food, you know, a meal on the other table, and you're like, I'll have that, please.
1: Oh, I'm glad you do that, John, because so often I'll go, like I have a couple of friends and we, we were touring Tassie at the moment having palmies. Yeah. Like everywhere we go, palmy palmy tour. Tour. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a palmy tour. And I'll often see and scope the room, Who's has anyone had a palmy? I need to know, is it worth ordering here or Did you not? say the
0: palmy up at Derby? Yeah. Where do you say was the best palmy you've had in a long time?
1: I really liked... <laughs> I really liked Derby, but my friend Marcus said it was too saucy. So, too saucy. <laughs> no. I didn't know a Palmy could be too saucy, but we're still talking about Palmies, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah but enough about my Palmy talk. Yeah.
0: yeah, let's talk about some saucy property. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. what I wanted to kind of jump into from here is this idea of home staging and preparing mm. these photos that 89% of people are looking at, uh, preparing your property the best to get the best results. So, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. you guys. I work in kind of the marketing side of getting your property ready to go, but you guys have got to have the conversations with um, the vendors and say, like, I think this is the best way of getting the best result for your property. Mm, mm. What I've kind of got from Nino here is a definition of home staging. So I thought we could break that down, go into that, and then we could just kind of talk about the way that it kind of spreads into. I think last time we did this conversation, I broke it down into. John's way and Pat's way yeah, Pat wasn't too that, happy with no, it was, <laughs> I think
1: it's it was bullshit. <laughs> it, it's bullshit it's ways that, it's ways that work there are <laughs> there
0: are numerous ways to do it So, yeah, but yeah.
1: you can still go John can explain option one yeah. I'll explain <laughs> option two but full disclosure I'm happy with both options yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. alrighty so if we just read out this definition that we've got here so home staging is the preparation of a private re- resident slash property for sale in the real estate marketplace or in inverted commas setting the stage mm. so it's kind of like anything you're setting the stage for for it to be presented in its best light, setting it to be—it's um, like getting ready for the, f- the school formal. Yeah. We, broke, we looked through the Mercury yesterday and we saw all the old school um, Mercury formal pictures. Yeah, we're just like those people set themselves up just to look absolutely stunning mm. at that time for a in small their lives. Moment in time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At their time in their lives, so that's the perfect jumping off point for at that time in their life they thought they looked the best that they could look. <laughs> you think your house looks the best that it can look, mm. however. Sometimes you've got a bit of retail blindness, you're not really 100% sure that it looks up to market standard. Yeah, sure. What do we do?
2: Well, there's a couple of concepts to put together here. So, we're looking at presentation um, specifically in the in the process of selling that you're going to um, we're going to be you know doing our best to make sure that the house looks presents as well to have a better experience for buyers. Because one of the most important things is obviously Um, people are going to want to be able to visualise the property's potential, either be it as an investment property or to live in. And quite often, you know, many people have a real difficulty in being able to see themselves in a vacant space or in a house that's just completely, that's got someone else's stuff in it that doesn't quite make sense. Now, what I mean by make sense is that every little space in your home needs a purpose. And that might be a lounge rooms designed as a lounge room, a bedroom's a bedroom, an office space is an office space. Because for instance sake, if you have what would be an office space, then you throw in a bed in there someone's going to go, oh, my God, the bedroom's tiny. This is just – this This is useless. But when designed as an office, they're like, oh, my God, this is a really good, useful space that we can – use and dad had a story once where he was showing a property this was the days before photos obviously
0: but it's a good one what your dad was around before photos were invented that's right
2: yeah well oh. he, he uh it's he, he's been around a long time uh you could reference him in um john luke 617 <laughs> <laughs> but no we're but the he, book according yeah. to chris <laughs> but he actually he used to he, a couple of times he actually sketched images because he's quite a good artist for the newspaper when it was advertised interestingly enough um so in this example how did that
0: not come up when we had him on the show we
2: did say we'd get him back for this would be a multi-part series. Oh, but, get him to um,
0: do some court courtroom drawings of <laughs> holy moly. The man's got so many talents.
2: Yeah. So with the in his example, he um, there was a house that he kept showing, and they effectively it had, had the landroom room and the dining and the dining and the room. And the feedback constantly was is look people were saying, Oh my god, the, the dining room's t- you know massive but what am I going to do with this lounge room it's tiny and he just said to the owners look do you mind if I rearrange your house yeah so he effectively just dragged all the furniture to where it should be and then with the next run of buyers that he got through they're like wow this is a big lounge room wow this is a big dining space and he ended up in a multiple offer situation just by mere virtue of
1: restyling the home so you're saying he basically invented property styling absolutely okay so So this
0: is where we're talking about setting the stage so yeah. it's kind of like you can be in the space for a long time and you can be like oh this This is the only place that the couch goes. Or the trouble might be that you've got a massive couch. It's the only Mm. couch you could afford at the time. You had it from your last house. You put it into this place. And it doesn't work in the new place. It doesn't work in the new place, but life gets in the way. You've got to go with
1: it. You know, the amount of times that we go into houses and people have a fridge that doesn't fit in the fridge space. So it's just sitting in the hallway or some random position because unfortunately they couldn't go and buy a new fridge for the actual house, so they just worked with the one they have. Mm -hmm. But this is exactly what we're talking about. Sometimes... The furniture your own doesn't own doesn't necessarily show the house in its best light. So no. what can we do to bring to the table to help make the house more presentable?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. most definitely. And then this is where last time we broke off into kind of there's a John approach and a Pat approach. So I was saying that there's Basically, let's just go straight into it. You can either do it with putting real furniture into the space, mm. or you can do it in a computer, and you can do a virtual, a digital space. A digital mm. space. Let's so, start with real furniture. Yeah, well, let's just go straight in there We've spoken to Adam from Shift before. Yeah, um, Shift Property Styling's their local company that will um, come in and consult. Well, John, you talk to Adam all the time. Would yeah, you like yeah, to absolutely. break this down?
2: Well, as we agreed, now it's like it's it's we. Uh, You know, we like both approaches. That's not ours, yours. John, the only one that uses Adam, like, (laughs) you might as well take the lead on this. (laughs) Well, if you, it's quite cool. If you go to their warehouse, it's effectively just a giant furniture store with multiple rows. We, we, you know, we we visited him at the time we had him on the podcast. But what their sole job is to choose the right furniture to fit in your space that makes the the property look as, as best as it possibly can. So setting the stage. Setting the stage. And, I mean, again, when we sold mum and dad's house, it actually went off. We sold it off-market. It didn't advertise, but we still staged it first because it was a big five, you know, four or five-bedroom home. Yeah.
1: Well, it was a property that was unusual for Chigwell, So we yeah. had to make it stand out, and that's what you did with the staging. Absolutely,
2: absolutely. And where it was, where it is effective in the physical space is because you are walking around, you're looking at windows, for example, um, you're you know, experiencing what it's like in the home, you know, you f- sometimes people will sit on the styled furniture. Um, so what it'll do by doing it correctly is it's going to maximise the space in every single room, regardless of how big the room is. So what I mean by that is we had a, or well, to give you an example, we had one at 10 McGuinness Crescent in Lena Valley, where this was a process where before the property was um, gone to market, it was original carpets. The family had been there their whole life. It, it hadn't been painted yet. So we had this discussion around pricing expectations. Now, at the time it was around about 400 grand. Um, now, we all agreed that the owners would be like, you know what? Let's 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 rip up the carpet. Let's polish the boards and paint the walls. And so we did. We revisited the property. Now our expectations had changed to about the mid fours. And then I said, look, I encouraged them to bring Adam in to do a style consult with the furniture. And that's when then they had this huge lounge room, which really had to be split into two sections. Sure. Because it was just it was too big. So that's what that what that's what he did. Like lounge room dining, and then the kitchen was just um, like a square box. We're like God, oh my God, what the hell do we do with this? Well, um, he ended up bringing in just a very simple um, circular dining table that was glass, for example, so you could still see through the space, and yet you still had sitting area. So it didn't take away from the kitchen. And all of a sudden, you're like, wow, this is a really nice separate kitchen, and I've got a little place to have breakfast. And once the styling was done, well, then our expectations moved to you know what? We're sort of we probably should off, off, you know do offers over four sixty five at this point. And by the time the, the the campaign was finished, um, I think the final accepted contract was four ninety five,
0: and yeah, so what a massive jump from massive jump. just the idea of kind of consulting with someone and saying like, oh, this is what we think could maximize and again we keep saying it in this episode but setting the stage for Absolutely. the best result
1: so ballpark what do you reckon those owners spent to be able to make that extra hundred hundred thousand dollars
2: um so on furniture i think it was around about three and a half to four specifically yep. uh, but then with the renovations with all the work i think they spent about 20 to th- uh, 25 cool. so it's about 30 grand but <laughs> they netted Made an extra 70. 60 yeah, yeah. exactly cool. And, and that's, I suppose, an element of it where the good thing, where the the um, the in, in-person in furniture element is that's where that real, once once they're in the property, that's where that real emotional connection can be generated, which mm. is obviously then if people have fallen in love with the place, they're
1: more inclined to obviously make an offer. Well, people now make offers including the furniture that Adam puts into the property. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And that's really clever with how he's pivoted his business that he can actually now sell the furniture that lives inside the house.
0: So... Yeah, this is really cool. I've noticed there's a few barcodes that appear on things. So when they're doing the kind of the install, they'll kind of scan it in and work out, ah, this has been used here six times here. So I can sell it for X. Yeah. So he's
1: got a very clever system that allows people to be able to now walk in and say that picture you put in that hallway, it's stunning. Can I have that? Can I have that?
0: Can I just have the whole room? Can I, can I literally have this living room because it's exactly what. Mm. I fell in love with, and mm. let's yeah. go from there. So
1: mm. it's really clever how he's pivoted his business to be able to do that. So and we, yeah, hats off to him.
2: Well, we had one at um, in uh, Claremont recently where the clients, they had bought the house with the styled furniture, and when they came back, they're like, let's style it again. Because they just knew that they were connected with the house, and then that's why they wanted it to do the same thing when they are reselling it. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes as well, it's actually giving the buyers a better experience so that they can actually make a, make an informed decision that's close to their heart. And a, Well, the,
0: I think the heart's the key part there because obviously you want... We were talking about the stock being kind of quite low at the moment and it's hard to kind of find the right place. But if you're getting that emotional investment straight away by being like, this place is stunning, like this mm, is the one mm. that I've fallen in love with, you might be more inclined to make that offer, just that little bit more to get that um, deal across the line. Absolutely. So it's one of those things where you kind of... Um, investing your money into the heart field that you'll get from the people that are coming into the place. Yeah,
1: yeah. The only downfall, though, is that you can't always do styled furniture.
0: Mm. No, so that's where I thought mm. we could pivot from here into Pat's area of expertise. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Move on, John. Yeah. Next. <laughs> You're old school. <laughs> so so what I wanted to jump to here was this idea of digital staging and um, it's kind of becoming a lot more popular now and especially in some of these places where – well. A really good example that I've got is we went into a property just recently and took the photos. It was it was tenanted. It was quite messy. There was just stuff everywhere. The people were in the process of moving. It wasn't that they were um, unable to keep it tidy. It was just simply there was just stuff everywhere and they didn't they couldn't move it yet. Mm. But we needed to take the photos. We needed to market the property. I took the photos. I was like, ah, oh, these are pretty rough. I need to do something to um, get this a little bit better. So I said, oh, Pat, I'm going to do a um, furniture removal. I'm going to take everything out of the room. I'm going to get it all clear, we sorted it out, it was empty. Mm. Mm.
1: Now, just so people understand, when we do furniture removal, it's literally not altering the the size of the room or the look of the room or the condition of the room. It's mm. literally just taking a bed or, you know, some boxes out of the room completely yeah. and making it an empty space. Mm. And they yeah, do that by, like, using the paint that's already around that object and just basically whiting it out. <laughs>
0: yeah, we're not kardashian the room and kind of changing the curves of the space or anything like that. We're just simply taking what what's there and the information that we have and mm. then putting it. Um,
1: Just to make it look better online.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And to show, like, this is what the room looks like empty. Yeah, It's not officially empty at the moment, but this is what you'll see when you get here when it is empty. Mm. Once it was empty, I was kind of like, man, I wonder what would happen if I put furniture back in. Just nice, tidy furniture. Yeah, yeah. So I've actually got this example and I'll put it up on our... Um, well, since you're now editing
1: today's episode, since we're not recording normally, <laughs> you'll be able to edit that photo <laughs> in as. I can do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. all That's right. cool. Yep, all right. So mm. anyone watching the visual You will now episode, see what we're talking you about. You will
0: now see exactly what we're talking about. So, yes, we'll have boom, boom, boom. You'll see the gamut of it. So the transformation is just insane. Mm. It's kind of you've gone from this is the space and some people might say that you're kind of you're lying. This is not what I get when I walk into the space, but... Again, it's just giving the impression of this is what the space can look like. We're not taking walls out. We're not doing any digital renovations, which is another thing that is possible. Mm, mm. We're not doing that in these cases. What we're simply doing is... Just presenting the property in its best light. Mm. Setting the stage. Yeah, yeah. So, Pat, why is this a good thing to be doing? Look,
1: at the end of the day, we want people to be able to inquire about a property and we want people to be able to move from the, you know, the realestate.com search results and actually move forward onto the actual property tab. And sometimes that's as simple as just having some photos that gain a little bit more attraction and absolutely you know, that little bit more sort of interest in something. Yeah. yeah. And you got two problems. You've got a cluttered room that looks messy. Maybe that's not enough for someone to click on it because they just can't see past the mess. Yeah. Or yeah. sometimes you have an empty room. It's just a blank room and it's boring to What people. do I do with this? Yeah. It's a room. Thanks. And so they can't envision what mm. the space can be. Mm. So all we're trying to do is help people's own imagination understand the space better mm. so that we can get the inquiry and obviously get the lead to start talking to them about what the future of the property could be.
0: Yeah, because obviously, well, we've just discussed that you can purchase the furniture from a company like Shift, but obviously when you're going into a showing of a house, you're not getting... Um, mm.
1: So that's the downfall when you use digital furniture is that... You know, we can get that excitement in the initial consultation, but we lose that when they potentially go to the property. Yeah, absolutely. So, but it doesn't affect, like, it's not the end of the world, but like, it still works. Like, you do help to lorry one of our sales consultants on one down at Midway Point. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, what was the story in on that one? Well. Like something about a big couch?
2: Yeah, it was, they had, they effectively had a, what was a, a nine-seater couch in a two-bedroom unit. So when when how many people coming over? So L- Laurie asked me to come in as a as a like a, a styling consultant as a marketing consultant. You could say it was just a nice to have a little separation of voice to the vendors. Yep. Um. So so I could I could say what Laurie couldn't. You could say yep. and they'd listen. Now, what I just said straight off the bat is I was just envisioning where you were going to be taking, Aaron was going to be taking the photos and every angle that you looked at, this couch was just dead center. Like what the hell is this monstrosity in this yeah. house?
1: Were you walking into the corner of the room and like yeah. framing yeah. up? Yeah. <laughs> Please I say can say you were because that would
0: be so funny. I, so, I can 100% picture John doing that, being like, this is where I would stand. And <laughs> uh, Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> no, well, got it. that's our job. Appreciate and, it. And Love so, it.
2: And so then, what, but uh, so I got, went back with a fair buck. I said, God, they have to get rid of this couch. You know, even if this couch isn't here, it's it it's just because that was in the living area, it's a detriment to the actual property because it was too high in terms of its back. So, you know, it was past the window lines in the, when you, if you've imagined, you know, rather than a floor to ceiling window, seeing all through it, um, if there's a little bit of a gap, the couch is too big. So it's just taking away. It was in the way when you walk through the front door, you immediately went out, you could go, walk straight through to the deck. The couch again was in the way. So what I just said, look, we have to just get rid of this couch. And so what that did then, the second it was, well, um, that obviously opened up the unit because it was a really nice open plan, had a lot of space. Oh, yeah, it was a beautiful unit. But the thing is, have a, you know, like a a low, you know, a low back three-seater couch with maybe a side as opposed to a nine-seater round thing that can pretty much just, you Mm. know, enclose the space.
1: And that's where digital furniture came in. These particular owners weren't in a position to afford to do the shift Mm. Option, So we went with the digital option. Yes. And I think exactly. it worked really well.
0: And so, again, that's another area where there's a difference in um, pricing point for the two things. It's kind of um, you could get a full house with digital furniture mm. for a few hundred bucks. You could get a full house with furniture that's uh, there for the person for the showing Three or four mm, thousand. Three or four thousand. So you've got to kind of work out what works best for you. One thing that we've discussed is when you walk into a house that is... Um, styled. Styled physically is that you know, people get the feel and people can fall in love with the stuff and they get that by the touch and looking at it from all the different angles. Whereas a digital one is kind of giving you the, um, the, vision, the or vision or the implication of this is what it can look like. When you walk in, you might see it as the empty space, which I know some agents have had issues with. Oh, I, I don't know what I say when I get there. Yeah, I guess it's just a, a point of offering, just saying like, oh, look, the furniture was added digitally, but we just wanted to give you an idea of, how it can fit. Absolutely. You can set it up however you want. Well, going back
2: to the survey, is that it specifically said, based on the survey administered by the National Association of Realtors, the sale price of the home increased from 1% to 15% through staging. Now, if we think of what that means, is that if you've got a $500,000 sale, well, okay, this, um, this staging might cost you 1% of your potential sale price, but it goes to show that at the very least, you'll absolutely get that back dollar for dollar but then the upside potential is enormous. And I remember watching this video of a professional stylist, I think it, who did, um, you know, big New York apartments. Her warehouse was like the size of Bunnings. Not really, but it was massive. <laughs> um, however, she th- they her, for her services, it would go up to nearly $200,000 because they would actually they would do custom designed you know if they had a dining table where the seats didn't match the stitching they would unstitch the table then re-stitch the it was a massive business yep um and then you know it might be 200 grand but then of course the sale of the loft was like 45 million yeah um, so you put it into perspective um, it's perspect- the same. Yeah. exactly and i think that's a really good thing to note a lot of the time with marketing where um at the front face, it may seem like, oh, that's really expensive. But we're really talking about what's your, the investment, uh, your return on your investment. And inevitably, it's always worth spending the money. Or what's more so, investing investing the time and the effort. And lastly, of course, the money. And which is a challenge for many people. We're not all in the same situation. And that's why it's good to have, to have this discussion around both options. Digital might be the be- better way to go. Or we can go all the way if we've got the time as well to do the, you know, personal styling. Um, and it's just encouraging to know that the stats would back it up to say if you do the work, it makes a difference.
0: I might be way off, but aren't there – there's companies that can help you f- afford – aren't there mm. ones that are set yep. up yep. to be like, oh, if you need this extra money for the marketing
1: – Yeah, so what you're referring to is like the afterpay of real estate marketing. Yeah, so yeah. So the company we use is called List Ready. That's it. So I knew it was something yeah, like what that. What they do is um, basically we put towards a marketing package to the vendor – vendor agrees to it, then list ready are happy to do an interest-free loan, basically for the period of the sale process. Yeah, mm. um, and then obviously they get paid out of the sale proceeds at the end. So um, there are options there if um you know you, you can't quite afford a potential marketing package, but you're excited by the prospect of it. Yeah, there's definitely options that we can help facilitate to make the the process smooth
0: for sure. And this is something to talk to you guys about. This is why you engage a real estate agent who will give you the their opinion on what is the best. Mm. Um, method of attack whether it be the old school John or the new school Pat who (laughs) is open to old school ways and Mm. John is open to new school ways so Mm. but it's
2: it's more fun if you put it in a combative sense isn't
0: it (laughs) most definitely (laughs) (laughs) but I think there should be no reason why
1: at the end of the day guys like you and Sebastian from our media team can't produce a good looking property oh Mm.
0: no a thousand percent and like we're all up for kind of there is no
1: photo that should be bad
0: no, well, yeah, we try to set our standard at being like we want people yeah. to not scroll by and think like, oh, yuck, that was – and the, the thing is we want the best for the vendors as well. Like we're here to make you guys look good and mm. we're here to help sell the property or rent the property. Mm. We don't want the things to look bad, so we're going to put that Well, even, extra – I
2: remember seeing a photo once where at the top right-hand corner that was just a big box of rat poison – and I thought maybe you could just angle or cut the photo just a wee bit, or maybe worse. Now you can just do a bit of digital digital removal.
0: Uh, we did have to uh, digitally remove a a glass ornament. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, think of that as you will. But yeah, recently there was a glass ornament in a room yeah. that we had to manoeuvre. Yep, yep. It's, it's, we just it's, felt that would be the most appropriate course of action. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> But that's, again,
1: talk to your vendors, <laughs> talk to uh, no, anyone else. could be as simple as also the agent having a conversation about that class. Or yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, as yeah.
0: Well. yeah. Well, it was there when the photo shoot, ha- shoot happened. Mm. We were... Um, Required to remove. We felt it was the best course of action.
2: (laughs) And I think going back to that first story about, you know, selling mum and dad's house is that it's a good example is that we are believers in what we, you know, what we suggest. Yep. And uh, again, that never, like the photos, the videos, everything was organised, but ended up selling off market because we introduced it through from another buyer. But because of that experience they got to have inside the home with it styled, Meant that they were really ready to make a decision, and obviously, uh, we negotiated a price that both parties were really happy with to stop it from going to market.
0: Mm. Um, yeah, so it, it wasn't like a waste of money in inverted commas, no, no, because no, you styled it, nobody else get to saw it. It was you styled it. The perfect couple came in and was just like, yep. what, we're, what, what, we're what do we, what do we have to do?" Yep, mm. Mm. perfect, love it. Well, boys, I think that is this episode the second time around. All right, we've, all right, we've done pretty well. <laughs> Hopefully, when I shut down all my ghetto rig. Has been recorded. If if there's no podcast out this week, I retire. Yeah. (laughs) I'm out. I quit. (laughs) I'm moving back to the (laughs) Kimberley. Cool. Thanks, gentlemen. All right, guys. Thank you. See ya.